Genesis RX, uh, whatever the heck uh, that thing is. Uh, this is 350, yeah, man. We're in that, and we are recording. What's up, Matt Williams and James Morgan? James Morgan is squatting uh, at Matt Williams' house for indefinite periods of time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems to be what it is. I just come here and live here for a little bit now. Yeah, what are you, yeah, what, how are you, how are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Been been working too much. T- took Thanksgiving off, but, uh, yeah, not so bad, so... What uh what have you guys been doing? You've been having a Friendsgiving for a week? Uh Wednesday evening? Yeah. Yeah, so it's been it was, you know. Yeah, he came down, crashed the family Thanksgivings on Thursday, crashed like Friends Thanksgivings on Yeah, Friday. I went I went and crashed uh Miata Roberts Thanksgiving on Friday. Not not too bad. Came through and yeah. you know, I brought I brought the little person and the wife and uh Andrea has made all the new friends. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've had some heated driveway battles. Yeah, there's been some driveway time attacks and some uh, backyard circle track races. So much cheating among toddlers. Yeah, like I, you think it's bad. I, I can imagine Andrea would uh, would make friends quickly. So. <laughs> Just she made it in the house the first morning. She made it into the house before James and Erica did. She's like at the top of the stairs. The boys are kind of dragging her away. Like, come on. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like the best part of like uh like pre ten year olds is they're like, Hey, you're about my size. What's up? <laughs> right, yeah. Instantly having a good time. It's the best. So Yeah, we went and we went and cruised some mountain roads and hit the dragon a little bit and you know we did a bunch of the parkway. We did Foothills Parkway like a bunch of times now. Yeah. What, what day we go to Poco? Friday? Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah, we got my uh my parents, uh Robert, uh he brought his K swap Dusty Thousand out and we we met at Vienna Coffee House and then the women went to like a Christmas downtown market parade thing and us guys got to go to well us guys plus my parents went to uh, the Dragon to Topoco Lodge and ate at the uh the Topoco Oh, whatever. Slick Rock Diner or something like that. Yeah, Toboco Tavern. I'm and uh, had like an amazing lunch by the river and the cliffs and all the mountains and just pretty much, I want to see like five cars that day. Man. Oh, I mean, the dragon was dead. It was so beautiful. Man, I am so um, jealous. I put a patio door in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I did listen to a sick book on tape, though, while I was installing the patio door. So. You could have been listening to a sick book on tape while also driving the dragon with yeah, us. Yeah, uh, we're not going to get into it. We're not going to get into it. You got a whole fit for that reason. Yeah, man. I'm uh, One of these days, I'll drive the dragon. I've, I drove it one time with a truck and a trailer like when I was on a VIR trip by myself in 2011. Um, and that was rad, but uh, that was a long time ago. So. Yeah, we're going to... We're going to discuss that with you post-recording because it's very non-committal at this stage, but before you hang up, okay? What are we going to do? Fits at the fits at the Dragon like the, Miata's, the Miata guys do? Miata's oh, don't at the forget gas it. It's, it's, fits, yeah. it's Fits and Friends, so we can have our silly Mazda 2s and Kia Rios and Ford Fiestas right. and anybody show up. I, uh, I I drove my fit uh, last night. We were maybe going to record last night, but I was I was already out at Tall Kyle's house fabbing stuff up on my race car. And uh, I drove. I drove. It's like an hour from here, and I only drive this thing like a couple times a week. But like that's uh, it. It's it's perfect for that, you know. Um, and I forgot. Like every time I get in, I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. 
<laughs> I always forget how fun it is. I, I it wasn't it's as so fun good. yesterday though because I went to start it up and it was dead AF. And it turns out my battery <laughs> my battery's seven years old. <laughs> so oh, well, uh, nice. Yeah, so I had to buy a new one fifty one R battery or whatever that is, and that was not free at all. So no, for such a small battery, they're kind of uh, a little lofty on price. Dude, tag. it was it was the second most expensive battery at the O'Reilly's in South Holland. <laughs> It was so no, I had stupid. to I had to go to two Walmarts when I had to get mine, but got that Walmart no questions asked return policy. I, I was shocked how expensive it was, but eh, it could be worse. So, um, yeah, everything else on the car is cheap. The battery, I guess, is the place to get hit. The I battery mean, the was is the only thing you have to change. Dude, my battery yeah. was it was like one twelfth of the original purchase price of the car. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like two hundred bucks. <laughs> what the yeah, heck? Uh, you know, one of our club TR buddies rode home in a, a freshly purchased Sunday Cup fit today. Uh, yeah, Jim uh, Jim Smith did that, right? Yeah, he got himself a white base model second gen. Yeah, I saw that. He texted me, and he's like, dude, got two sets of tires, 4500 bucks, and it looks so clean. It's even got painted mirrors. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, and then he messaged me. and was like, hey, where should I order coolers from? Like yeah, now. yeah. He he was he was talking to me about fortunes or BCs or whatever uh, today, and uh, yeah, it sounds like he's pretty into it. Uh, real, he's he's going he's going. Uh, it's like his backup time attack car for when the S two thousand fails. Uh, so it, he's it going sounds hard. like the way he's talking. It doesn't sound like it's the backup time car time attack car. It sounds like it's going to be the time attack car. I think he he might listen to too much slip angle, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> he, might, he might be ruined already dude i uh just you can tell like you can tell when we talk about fits because i'll get about a half a dozen messages from people and they're like uh so what do you think like besides a fit what do you think about sunday cup like what about this car what about that car and i'm like uh where's this coming from you've only ever done gltc or time attack or hpde or whatever and and they're like, oh, I just listened to the last couple of shows. And I'm like, I don't even remember what we talked about, but it must have been Fitz. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, well, there's like a, there's like a multi, what, like a group sourced spreadsheet going on on the. Yeah, uh, Alex Mishra, um, Andrew Mishra's little brother put together a spreadsheet and then Pete Lindbergh friggin' like made it interactive yeah. so that you can input like your weight. And uh, look at your cars, and they turn green or red depending on if they're legal with you in it or not. I did not know it was colored. Dude, it's colored. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like an IROC. Isn't there like an yeah, IROC? Like an IROC Z? Like, dude, there's so many silly vehicles. If the driver's heavy enough, it turns green. If yeah. not, it's red and illegal. <laughs> I, I hadn't gotten too deep into it, but Chris called me today, um, Chris Stewart, and he was like, What's up with Sunday Cup getting all serious? And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "There's like a spreadsheet and it's interactive and it, it's like, <laughs> I'm like I don't know, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's got, I don't know if we can call it serious. It's got fits a '97 Ford Probe and an IROC. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty serious, dude. '97 Ford Probe is a serious uh, mobile, especially with the V6, dude. Oh, and if if, if anybody wants to see a, an awesome picture of Jim with long hair standing next to one. I guess that was like his high school car. Yeah, yeah dude, it's out there. With the little tiny Mazda V6 uh, or the earlier gen with like the turbo four cylinder, those were like sick little cars, actually. Probes are rat. Like they're kind of I never impressive. even knew there was a turbo. Yeah, yeah. Probe GT is a turbo, man. The old school one, which is like, I don't even know the generation, but it was like late 80s, you know? 
Um, mm-hmm. I think it was, I don't actually know the motor, but I think it was like a Mazda BP turbo motor or something. But yeah, uh, I, I thought it was somewhat Miata based as well. Yeah, I think it's like a 323 GTX, but I'm not actually positive. Um, I know that Mazda had an equivalent car, which is like this, not the 626, but like something else, or maybe it was the 626. I don't know. I think it was the 626. Cause that was like an odd Mazda car. Yeah, I had a friend in, in high school whose little brother, we were seniors and he was like a sophomore and just got his license. Um, and uh, he had one of those. And he had a, like a, it was like the fish tank, like boost controller valve made out of DIY stuff. And I think he blew it up. <laughs> but Oh man, that doesn't surprise me. I actually have a, my, I had a cousin who, uh, called me one day out of the blue back in like 2013 or something and uh, she was driving on the highway and she violently exploded a rod out of her block and because she forgot to put oil in it oh yeah well that's a way and, to do uh, yeah yeah it was a 626 and it was uh it was on fire real good yeah yeah what was the 929 was the 929 just a higher trim 626 or was it a totally different car i don't even know oh, you're the Mazda man here man um, well cause I'm, 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 <laughs> i gotta look me and Chris had been married for like a year when we decided to invite the RX-7 and the 9G9 into our lives, which were both horrible decisions as it turned out. Yeah. Oh, it says it's a electric car. Yeah, yeah, okay. So all that means is it's a Mazda 66 with way more electrical failures. <laughs> yeah, it's got uh, it's got pleather right. and it's got uh, power windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got traded in with a set of locking vice grips and the passenger rear door holding the window up. Oh. Man, what was the... Nice. What was, what was Mazda's things with the uh, the the number two the number? Yeah. They had the what the one the three two three the Fiesta or the, the, the three uh, yeah. thing? three two three the nine two nine the six two six like I don't know. And then yeah now and now now they're all single numbers three six whatever they got. Uh, right. I don't I don't really pay yeah, attention we, to modern Mazdas I guess. But. We pulled up to a stoplight in Jacksonville, Cassidy Avenue, and heard like a metallic shink, and the alternator light came on. <laughs> I, I, I was in the left turn lane. I opened the door, look under the car, and I can see like the the outer ring of the harmonic bouncer, the crank pulley just sitting on the ground with a bunch of shavings. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was like, so we have battery. That's what we have. Yeah. And we drove to a Lucas Honda. And traded it in on, of all things, a Nissan SCR Spec V. Really? Yeah. Not the we, worst. We came, not we, the worst temporary car. It well, it, ours had the uh, the the famous like eating the secondary butterfly screw, whatever. It was good when it left the dealership, but like we came back like a week later, and and that Mazda was still like back by the dumpsters on jack stands, like some poor technician had actually been having to work on it outside. <laughs> Yeah, didn't deserve a lift, man. Didn't deserve a lift. No. They're just trying to get that thing to the to the auction. That's all they're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So on on the getting too serious and Sunday Cup thing. Yeah. Is it too soon to to find out a little glimpse of what the rules are? Like, are there any changes coming at all? Uh, yeah. Um, it- so the the main change is going to be it's going to be straight up like wheel horsepower to weight it's going to be 25 to 1 wheel horsepower to weight um oh good no more of this confusing 22 or 25 stuff. yeah so i don't think that like the yeah it it uh i don't think that i think it needs to be 25 to 1 and um there's a really 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 good chance that we'll have the ability to verify that 
at most large events. So that's a plus. Ooh, that'll be fun. Uh, Can you imagine having having getting scrutineered with like the the six Sunday Cup cars go up and throw down and see who throws down a triple digit number? It's like, yeah, hey, hey, you're cheating right there. Everybody's looking yeah. for one hundred and two. He he's cheating at one hundred and two. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can only so make we, 101.5 <laughs> so are, are we talking like a mobile dyno or like a, a suction cup device on the windshield that... uh well it's we already have the ability to have a suction cup device on the windshield um and we have scales and so the only way to fully verify things with scales and a car uh the the only missing item is a dyno so Okay, I, yeah. hear, I hear inklings that there might be a uh, a mobile dyno in the future. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta go to Virginia and pick it up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I also heard inklings that I I might be going here to Virginia to pick up a mobile dyno. I mean, somebody's gotta go get it. I don't know. It's a long way away, man. It, it's Dude, been... that's that's good. Twenty five to one is good because published brochure power figures for someone it just jumps all over they're freaking whack um yeah and uh, i was talking to jason tipple last night he's he's talking about you know the crz um and so we were looking at uh he's doing googles and he's i'm like find me some quarter mile figures like what is a crz versus a fit because we know first and second gen fits are like really really close together um and that's sort of like the benchmark for the class and it's sort of the reason that the class came about right um and jason's finding uh crz uh quarter miles and 60 foots and all that stuff and fits and they're literally identical like they are like down to the mile an hour and down to the tenth uh of the quarter mile like they're literally bone stock identical uh stock for stock um so we might even have a hybrid uh it might it's I'm hesitant to like name hybrids themselves as allowed, but it might be uh, this gen and that gen CRZ is allowed because you know we'll start somewhere. Um, yeah, maybe, but yeah, because like, aren't there differences in the CRZs specifically in like the bat? Didn't the batteries get a huge improvement like two years in or something? I, yeah, I'm not actually sure. I, I, so... I got to do some more. It's the same suspension as a fit though, so it's not like it can be yeah. like a big time overdog, and it's not like they're fast, but. Those it, IMA batteries were trash as far as life too. The first two years, right? No, no, no I want to say I don't know. I, I had a I had a CRZ at my disposal for like a month. Yeah, you did. I remember uh, that. my first month working, and man, that IMA battery did nothing. My, my brother's the, my brother's got that uh, that second or that not, whatever that Gen Civic is. It's like similar uh, to the second Gen CRZ. Um, yeah, yeah. Like uh, that would be like an uh, 05 to like what 09 or something like that. Um, and his he's still got the original battery in his hybrid, which is like you know similar to CRZ stuff, but uh, and the original battery is still like mint, like it's perfect. So uh, that was the it's other that was like the other stick shift hybrid car that Honda made back then. So yeah, um, I mean I know there was discussion in the Sunday Cup chat about how rapidly those would fall off and that, you know, they'd only be of assistance for at best, you know, half a lap. Yeah. It would, it would literally be like the car would be heavy. Almost. It'd be a little bit more aerodynamic. It's the same suspension. Uh, and I, it might be assistance for like two straightaways, three straightaways, but, um, yeah, I I mean, that's a full lap. We're not, we're not talking a lot of assistance though. And if you look at the quarter mile figures, the quarter mile figures say it's the same. But 
I mean, really, really, the only way to know is to like throw a data box on there and stuff, which we can do. Or just got... throw it into, just throw it into the pot, sir. I mean, Jason, yeah, Tipple's like a freaking national level autocrosser, though. So, if, but he's also like a giant Scandinavian-looking man. So, like, he's he's his own ballast compared to like, yeah. <laughs> compared to like a tie, uh, like a Kyle Karstens. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, you need like a nice, a nice skinny dude versus like a giant Scandinavian man, like a Cattell versus a Swenson. You know, they'll be our own Cattell versus a Swenson in uh, Sunday Cup. So it's kind of funny how, like, because of how slow the cars are, how like driver weight actually matters in Sunday Cup. Yeah, <laughs> where, where instead of like, like instead of like GLTC, where it's like you know, like driver weight matters in the the grand scheme of things, but it's also like those cars have enough power to like pull their driver's weight. So yeah. like a two hundred and fifty pound driver versus a hundred and like thirty pound driver, you're like, oh, that's not a big difference. But like yeah, in like, Sunday Cup, it's like me at like two hundred and fifty pounds versus Kyle. I was like, ah, I can see him; he's pulling just a little bit. And, and also Eric, like we yeah. Eric Vogel in the third gen. Dude, yeah, I was like, the Eric Vogel in the third gen. Like, oh, just bring the third gen, man. You don't even need to bring ballast. In uh, in, yeah. in Sunday Cup, we're not quite as like strict yet on power to weight, which is. That's going to really be like the biggest restri- the biggest change is like it's going to have a little bit more tighter scrutineering on weight and stuff like that. Um but like it it you can definitely tell when when somebody's got a tiny bit better power to weight ratio be it because It's so funny. And and like some of it might just be because they did a recent tune up and adjusted the valves. Like that's like yeah, probably seven horsepower for a car that's like yeah. ignored versus maintained is probably three I, to seven wheel horsepower. It, I like did Pete's valve adjustment, and then the very next event, I was like, oh my god, I can't run away from Pete anymore. Yeah, Pete got another seven horsepower. Man. Too good. Yeah. I mean, like me and me and Kevin, we've been to you know pretty much every track at the same time. Our cars gone through very little change, and we spent plenty of time bumper to bumper with each other. And there's just some events where he's like. Walk right up to like, what'd you do? What'd you do? Yeah, <laughs> like, cheater. And then, like, like, like my fits pull, like, it's not, they're not reacting the same on straightaway. And then, like, uh, you know, at the next event, I'm like, okay, I can't even hang in the draft. What has changed? Yeah. Did I put the wrong gas in? Like, right. <laughs> like, like, did I, like, man, I put 93 in, but was it actually 91? Like, what yeah. was happening here? That was What's part of the reason that I did. I, <laughs> that was part of the reason I did 14 inch rear tires. I'm like, I need to have like, an, a, a, like, five less pounds of rotating mass and, Road America's like all straightaways, and these back tires ain't doing shit anyway. Uh, I need, oh my God, I need skinny tires. <laughs> so. Man, Road America was so funny because I was in your draft coming out of corners, and I was like, I was like, I can't, I was like, I can't pick up the half a mile an hour. I need to like bump him just it's, a little bit. I was like, this is so, so it, I know, but. It it was I, I I've said it but I've said it before on the show that like that was probably that one session where and I that was kind of the first Saturday was the first day that I had actually like driven that track and like committed it to memory in real life I'd done it on the simulator a few times and I did like two basic sessions like with a broken car there a couple of years earlier and so like Saturday I kind of figured out like where it went and then Sunday when when you got behind me and you were supposed to be in front of me. Uh, and then you wanted to be behind me, and then I went out and I just I I tried to run away from you for, and that was like the longest session we got. It was like a twenty five minute session, um, and that was probably the most fun that I might have ever had in a car. It was just like it was nonstop, like 
look up. Oh, he's still there. Look down, look up, look up, look down, look up, look down, look up, and like try to hit my marks. And in a fit, you have like all the, at Road America, you got like all the time to think about, like you're going down towards turn five for 25 seconds. And you're like, all right, I'm going to slowly move over. I'm going to barely touch the wheel. You know, and, and like that stupid, uh, that stupid mini could run away from us. And like, I'm like, I got, I know we can run that mini down in the back half. We got to get in front of that guy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, that was so fun, dude. It was unbelievable fun. It, that, that session like sold me on this stupid car, like big time. Big time. There's so much time for mind games in Sunday Cup. Dude, I like a track like Road America. Right. You come out of like, you come out of the last turn and somebody be right in your rear camera and you're like, I'm not going to let this affect me. Like, <laughs> like, my turn one, you've had a relationship. <laughs> I'm so nervous. So, so like that whole session, it was 25 minutes. Of, I was like trying everything to get around and the car, like the cars were so closely matched. And I was like, I just, I was like, I was like, if I pull out of the draft, I was like, I slow down and he gets away from me. So yeah, I was like, and, and we I both. Do? I was like trying to, I was like trying to break a little earlier so I could like run through the corner and catch you on like exit speed. And I was like, and then the whole time you're in your own head, Matt, only you can throw this away. <laughs> I'm like, Mike, just stay with him. Don't we, let him leave me. I was like, we started me, that I'll session. The end of it. We were both like 108s or something, and we got like 10 or uh, what 308s, and we got 305s out of it or whatever. There's too many minutes, like, there's way too many minutes. So we started the session at 308s, and that session chasing each other. I think I did like a 305 4 or 5 something, and Adam did like a 305 or a 305 and Adam did like a three oh five seven six. Yeah, we like we were within like a hundredth something. or something after that session, and it we had dropped ridiculous. we had dropped Kyle, almost three se- Kyle, three seconds much, each. So yeah, and then you had Kyle pretty much dominate pretty much the whole weekend, right? Yeah, and then the Michael Ross jumped in. Oh, yeah. old curb straddling subframe scraping Ross comes bouncing through. <laughs> he came through like I may. He acted like he didn't have to drive that car back to Virginia, but he pulled it off the last lap and listened to it on the live stream. And it was like, because uh, uh, wasn't Greg Creamer who it was Kyle and was, it was Greg, right? Right. It was commenting. Yep. And uh, yeah, listening to him, he's like, "Yep." So the so the positions are pretty like pretty much solidified. He's like, "You have Kyle, then Michael, and um, uh, then me." And he was like, "Oh, actually, never mind." Mike was like, "Mike Ross just put down his yeah. flat the last lap." Yeah, There's yeah. like people pitting in. Yeah, like pitting in, and then they're like, "Oh, actually, never mind." Never mind. There goes, the there goes the whole thing. <laughs> just beating the shit out of that old car, man. That's and that's like that that car that car hasn't seen a lot of love aside from like beating the snot out of it on a racetrack. He drives the he drives the daylights I mean, out of that thing. I mean, none of our cars have like if that's if there's anything to sell Sunday Cup is that like personally. I mean, how many grid life events were there? Eleven this year. I don't even know. It's too many. I don't know. Well, however many there were, I drove the fit to all of them plus a bunch of days at Groton plus like the CGI days on at Gingerman right. plus like whatever other days I can do and the only thing I would have to change on that car were just the tires I smoked like yeah. I changed I went through pads two sets of brake pads one yeah. set of rotors and tires and I went through a clutch but the clutch doesn't count because I mean I think you guys like, on the car like grid life on the car for four years or so yeah it was an original it. clutch yeah, and it was like a track car while you all had it that everybody drove. Right. So I was like, when the clutch went, I was like, wow, that finally, 
Yeah, okay. and like Chris drove that to Tennessee. I drove it around Chicago a lot. I took it to Mid Ohio. I did a, a couple of Mid Ohio events with that thing. Like it, it got yeah. street, it got street miles like crazy when we owned it. But yeah, and I mean now I'm in, you know, now I'm in Maryville, Tennessee. It's done. It's drove another six hundred miles. Maryville, Maryville. Yeah, it drove another six hundred miles. It went. We were on the Dragon for like two hours or something yesterday. It went through Foothills Parkway all today, and we're gonna drive it home. And I drive it to work every single day. Yeah, like cars. I I can't ask any more of that car. Yeah, I think I, we did the math on mine. When, I mean, because like, so it, it suffered with the hub failure at yeah. Road America. They were like, I mean, finally, yeah, yeah, exactly. We did the math, and I was like, 84, 86 days on track, and the two years, and and really, it was it was the result of an impact directly with the asphalt when the wheel came off at yeah. Benjamin. It's not really its fault that a hub finally failed. Which actually, that reminds me, while we're on. Uh, massive thank you to the Fortners and Al's Auto Body because they found me a fender and sprayed it and got it to James and he was able to drive it right down to me and they're just they're just the nicest people in the world. They are. Um, the nicest. Yeah. They're the best. I'm mean, actually having dinner with them next weekend. And, and also, thanks yeah. for picking up my new door, Matt, and bringing it to Road America. Oh, Anytime. I think that we, was the fastest door swap I've ever seen. Yeah, a cone, cone <laughs> timed it while he was helping, and I think we did the door swap with power windows and stuff in like seven minutes. <laughs> Thank you for parts regularity. Yeah, man, they're so easy to work on. They're so fun. Um, yeah, I, I I really dig it, man. It's it. So if my GLTC car like disappeared out of my life, like I think I'd be okay. Like I think this is enough. Like this stupid car is. It's like literally enough for me it's like i you know i can't speak more highly of the community either like a group of weirdos that drive the boxes out here making events the most fun yeah um i don't think i've ever had as much fun on track and in a community that was like the silly sunday cup so i was like looking at my civic a couple days ago and i was like you know you might be a little bit of a longer term build because uh, i have another year sunday cup at least yeah oh, it's, it's, it's like it's my fun direct enough. competition yeah even a road America, like Kyle Ross, any one of them would have, if not told to stop, they would have fixed my car at road America. Oh yeah. Guaranteed. It yeah. was just like, Hey, like, like there's beverages over there and we are way too close to karaoke time. Like y'all gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember Ross had like, he was like, I got, he was like, dude, I got an uncle, man. Ross, we can make got, this happen. Ross got entire corners. Like, <laughs> he's like, look, we can make this happen right now. He's he, like, it's a, like, it's a little rusty, but we'll make it work. He literally drags like spare knuckles around the country with him. Yeah, he drives like a full a spit. He drives a full spit spare suspension with him That's everywhere amazing. he goes. That's amazing. Right and left. Um, Matt, what do you think of? Uh, so you you actually did really well in Club TR this year with your uh, with your Turbo RX7, your first your second gen. Um, what do you think of your experiences in that verse? Because you, I mean, you got podiums and and won uh, some events. What do you think of your experiences in that versus? Obviously, you've got a bunch of years of experience in Sunday Cup. Oh, that's tough. Like, um, yeah, like what's the better weekend? Yeah. Like, what is more fun? More fun? Oh, that's that's hard. I think in the moment, sure, the RX Seven is exciting. And it burps the best. And powerful, and I, I mean, I, I love that car, um, but it's also a bit stressful because of how long I've owned it and the memories I have in it. Like, I mean, every time I'm home, I'm like, I can't wait to do something to it and take it to the track and have fun. And then every time I'm on track, I'm like, why are we here again? How have we done this to ourselves? Um, where's the fit? <laughs> the fit, you just 
you just don't like, it loves it it loves every single minute of it and um i mean the people in both classes are amazing the um the rx7 was the greater struggle yeah. so i'd say for this year i was i was, I was definitely more excited by the, just the prospect of developing a car that hadn't been on track in forever right. and you know and just the beast that a rotary can be um like at ncm the first time i took it to it was just it was a, an appalling performance the differential uh didn't really survive the weekend and um i was just i kind of showed my my face i just wasn't nearly as prepared as i thought i needed to be you know poor excuse and then i think by mid-ohio i felt better but grant is just ridiculously fast at um mid-ohio and uh then finally at gingerman it came together but I don't know. I feel largely like weather helped me in that scenario. Yeah. I he, think if Ben had had three days of improving weather, there was I had nothing between me and him because I think close. he gets faster. Yeah. I think he gets faster every time he goes out in that car still. Whereas me and the FC have been together since I was like 19, and I have plenty of lats of Gingerman, so there's no excuse for me to go out and be that far off pace immediately. Right. And it just it just so happened to be that that what was a Thursday was right. like the best day ever for you know that one session towards the end on thursday and then it was just a sliding scale ever after that right yeah it, it uh thursday at festival was definitely the time that like i think i think almost every class was won there um yeah and i showed up wise, late but it, showed it, up friday more friday afternoon i think so I, everybody's like oh man you missed a good day I'm like, oh, I, I mean, it, it, it got progressively dustier there also um i really do think the biggest thing so this this year was the first year that gingerman started uh every every night they're towing around this like this thing to pull the rubber back off the track and i don't i think it makes the track slower yeah, they got oh, this. Oh, you like, know what? I, they are pulling the tractor around. I forgot. Yeah, they, they every night. They've been like pulling all the junk off the track, and uh, I think it actually like isn't making it better. Although it, it Midwest Festival this year was kind of kind of an interesting one because it it was it was definitely the most dry the place has ever been for us. So, um, like you look at you look at the grass and like you could. You scuff your foot a little bit, and instantly it looks like a sand dune. Like nothing was growing. It was, like, it was bad. It was super dusty. But yeah, yeah. Thursday uh, and Thursday there had been rain a couple days before, so it wasn't that dusty. Nobody yeah. been on track, and yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I love the FC. I love the excitement of getting it out and, and just you know seeing what it can do. And of course, like it is kind of the like foundation to my relationship with my close friends. Like the whole team prep thing was around these RX sevens. Right. Um, but, but if I want a relaxing weekend, if I just want to enjoy knowing that something's going to start and do exactly what I want to do every time and, you know, focus more on cooking and karaoke and partying with friends, then it's, it's the fit. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's the easy button for sure. Um, and it's not, and, and the competition is kind of getting to a point now where, well, there's not even anything there. Like there, there may have been a time where I wanted to step up to a different class for competition purposes, but like that excuse is gone now. There's no stepping up in competition forms. I mean, the the, the finishing times were. I mean, I remember what was it? The top five uh, before you and Adam breached in at Road America, or, or was it Midwest Festival? Um, Lindbergh took a screenshot of like uh, of, of of timing and put it in the group, and it was oh yeah, first. Yeah, first through fifth were all within the same like 
three hundreds. It was ridiculous. It did. I mean, it was Mid Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Mid Ohio was so tight. It was so crazy. Like just seeing like how much competition is rare. I like jumped in the Sunday Cup. Going like, oh man, you know, bought a fit, gonna drive it. Does occasionally track it, and like by uh, by the second event, I was like, okay, this is this is a rough class. Like I need to actually like really step up. And like Heartland. I mean, even with Heartland, once you're close friends to it, too, yeah. you come in like, oh, that's a good one. I'm, I'm setting it up. I'm going to relax now. I remember and Heartland. And Kevin goes out there and pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I remember being in the Sunday Cup chat for Heartland Park, and they were, like, posting the times. And I was like, man, Roy, I hope you're ha- I hope uh, you're ready to be in fifth place because I'm on my way. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, I remember where you had to cross the drag strip. You had that long straightaway, and then you had to, like, just do that little chicane to jump across the drag strip. And, and Kevin was going through there, and I was right behind him, and I was kind of, I remember there was just a point where I was like, man, I want to win this, but I'm not willing to do that. Like, <laughs> she got real, real two-wheelie there for a minute. <laughs> Dude, that was a sketchy part of that track, too, that, uh, like, the the up and over on turn one and turn two there. It was really oh, man. fun, man. <laughs> it was fun, sketchy. Like, it was like that, oh, this is fun, floaty, but I, I'm not going to go. Yeah, yeah. I I never felt comfortable going from like one to two because I was watching like Matt and Kevin go full like Matt, Kevin, and Kyle just like full to the floor, foot to the floor, through it flat, and start sliding. And I was like, oh, wait, man, I got to drive this back to Chicago, man. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't know, like I got to get back to South Holland. That's like nine hours. So is that technically two or one? I think one like A one B. Yeah, I think when I think they do a, the an hill A and B. Make that right left. I, I think it's okay, a, I so think it's yeah, one. I think it's turn one and then two A two B. I think, but I forget. I can't uh-huh. remember. So, um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Kevin, uh, Kevin's line was like inside two off through one A. Yeah. The inside two hanging over the and there's this one cone. He just kept slowly massaging in over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I I drove uh, I drove Carson and Sarah's uh, automatic G thirty five four door. Um, and I mean, it's a properly terrible car because the transmission is so bad. Uh, like mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything that you want it to do. Um, but I, I was out uh, behind the the crop of spec fits one time, and then in front of them, and it was like it's like terrifying uh, how fast they are through that whole entire back section. It's way too good, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and that yeah, track is Nielsen. wild. It's wild, dude. Yeah, me and Nielsen got to chase you one of the times you went out. You had, uh, I think you had one of my students, or uh, maybe she wasn't my student, but we had gotten along real well over the weekend. One yeah, of the one yeah. of the beginners was out there with you. And I didn't know it was a and, beginner, uh, and then she was like, "Oh, I got to go out next." And I'm like, "Oh, you're a beginner, aren't you?" And I, and I had gotten like real sandy, like the whole car was sideways coming <laughs> after the bridge and the braking zone, that left hander and stuff, and. Uh, and then I was listening to the instructor radio during the next session, um, and they were like, "Man, she's doing really well through whatever that turn yeah. was." And I was like, yeah, oh. I <laughs> "Gray, gray scion." Yeah, it was the gray scion. That's where we had. Yeah, she came with the Dalton crew, and that session was apparently eye-opening for her because she started ringing her signs. Like, oh, uh, that that for Albert Hurt. You know, she picked up a fit too. Oh, really? Good for her. That's a perfect car for yep. the better than a Scion, man. <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm about to beat the tar out of this thing. That was fun. Yeah, the that's the that's the most impressive thing about. Like, I took this thing down. To, like Road America, the fit was was really, the turns are like bigger radius and like, it felt really really good. And then a couple of weeks later, I took it down to Putnam, 
Um, and Putnam, like, you could definitely tell the setup was off, and I didn't have any adjustability and stuff. But it was still really fun. And, like, I took my kid with, and it was loaded full of crap. And I had no fear of it breaking. Like, I didn't, like, all right. I did was beat the shit out of it, and then I packed it back up and left. And there's something really fun I'm- about that. You like you like pulling in your driveway and you're like, all right, cool, I'll see you later. Yep. Like you don't even look at it after. You're yeah, like, all right, it'll be fine. Might check the oil, but like a couple of times, um, at at <laughs> a couple of times at Putnam, I would like check the oil and somebody would be within earshot and they'd be like, "What are you looking for in there? <laughs> ain't nothing gonna be, ain't Just, nothing gonna be wrong in there." <laughs> yeah, it man, was also it, Sunday. Like, so fun. So so on that, what where's it? Where is your suspension development headed? Because uh, I know you're, the chop spring thing can't go on forever. No, I I mean it's it's just a stopgap. Obviously, um, I th- personally I think that these cars need front sway bars um, because there's just enough body roll and and like everybody's like or Pete Pete Lindbergh especially is like TCS says no and I'm like I I went through this with old Hondas where like everybody said this and then two years later everybody said <laughs> that and then three years later everybody did this and they were polar opposites front to back. Listen, and then it my front bar. Uh, like, like, do you still got yours? Yeah, I still got mine. It's just disconnected. It's disconnected, but it's there. I still got mine. Like a lot of this connected. is a yeah, lot of this connected. is like grip management and alignment and how you drive it and stuff. But yeah, I, th- I think I'm probably gonna go. I, I've got a lot of love for for Fortune 510s after uh, my experience on my GLTC car. I'm probably gonna do that, but I do want more front caster too, especially on tighter tracks where you get a lot of steering angle. Um, I th- and looking yeah. at looking at pictures and stuff, like I can see how caster equals more grip in a higher steering angle for sure. So, like, oh yeah, yeah. Same same thing for more positive, like just a positive feel on the braking. Because I mean, Sunday Cup has already gone like it went like more camber, more camber. Okay, let's try crazy camber, and then stuff starts skittering, and ABS starts having issues keeping up. Right. Uh, I think there is a point somewhere around like three two, three point five where. Right. You, it's just diminishing gains and it's dropping off fast, and that's where like you really have to have the caster to bring these cars along. Especially, um, especially in like a tighter track, like or where you have a little bit more high steering angle in a few turns, uh, like even a Gingerman probably, Gingerman Mid Ohio Putnam. I can see Road America though; it's like pretty smooth entries except for like turn five and maybe fourteen. Um, like everything is bigger radius and faster and. Uh, like my my setup felt perfect for Road America. Like I had no complaints at oh, all. Yeah. But oh yeah, I mean I mean testament to that. So my car was largely set up and dialed in at AMP. You right. almost can't have a more cart like track than that. Yeah, it yeah, has, yeah. A lot of turns. It has not a big track. A lot of turns. Two very sharp ones. Right. Um, and then Scott and Becky were helping me out at Road America, and it was it was pretty clear that it was like, oh, okay, yeah, there's just. Unless you're going to start, like, taking the motor out and putting it elsewhere in the chassis, this, we can band-aid this. <laughs> right. But, yeah, you're down to minutia as far as what you can do. Yeah. You know, I, I, needed, to, I needed to adjust some things and, and entirely shift some weight in the chassis to be, to be good there in a car that I had largely dialed in at, you know, AMP. Totally different um, car, yeah. Which, are you, bringing, are you bringing your fit to AMP? Um, I probably... I probably will just bomb down in the fit and not take the whole rig and everything. Um, I'm oh not, my god! I'm not. I'm not what sure you though. Should do? No. So. You know what you should do? What's that? You should 
uh, stop at Matt's house with me first. I thought we were talking about this after. It was, well, the problem. <laughs> this, this is not been a friend. This is this is Matt. This Literally, is, uh, the problem is like five days later, I have to be in California for our Willow Springs event. Yeah, that's yeah, no, 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 that's five days after the event. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I mean. So I gotta like, I gotta be home, and then I gotta go, and then I gotta be home, and then I gotta go again. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but we can swing yeah. by and hit yeah. the wagon on the way down yeah, and but, back. And it's like what a month between Coda and AMP. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you just need to convince the family or, or or convince them of the fact one of the two you come down just a little bit early, have some mountain time. Well, you know, cast a tent in the backyard or something. We'll we'll plug in some rigs, whatever we have to do. Yeah, I, I don't know if I I don't know if I feel like doing big long trips in the RV, especially if diesel fuel is going to be four dollars a gallon, but. Um, I th- I think it's e- I think it's just a bomb down in the fit at because ni- the fit like loves ninety miles an hour it seems like it's the happiest thing in the world at eighty five miles an hour ninety miles an hour and oh, his is special yeah, well, dude, I was gonna say mine, mine does mine, not like it mine's <laughs> freaking loves it cruiser, man. dude I did ninety two all the way to Kyle's house and this thing is just ah, it's the best the new B spec exhaust sounds like, dope as hell too Michael's got <laughs> shattery shopping cart. <laughs> I was gonna say I get crazy wind noise from the roof racks at like ninety mile an hour. I'm like, yep, seventy five is where I'm at. Just set the cruise and go. I don't know. I got well, these I got these Bose noise canceling headphones and I'm listening to a book on tape. Oh, so yeah. I may I might be ignoring my there car. I don't even know. But um Well AMP is an amazing track for fits. It's, well, it's really such a good place for anyone. I, unless your car is loud, it's the perfect track. Like it's hard to drive, it's really technical, it's super fun. Uh but if your car's loud, you're gonna have a bad day. But um, I mean, yeah, it's like gonna, NC Emeralds. Though. You have to be truly loud. Uh, you gotta have, if you have a if you have like a a muffler or if you have a crazy car. If you have two mufflers, you're fine. Like just put a muffler in the car, you know. Yeah, yeah, or a turbo. Yeah, a muffler, turbo, or both. So, part of me does really yeah. want. Uh, we're, we're probably going to have a restricted field as far as size goes in Time Attack and in GLTC. Uh, part of me does want to drive GLTC though, because man, my car is going to be nice and quiet with a turbo, and uh, it's going to be a man. It's going to be a good track for a GLTC. I too. really, really enjoyed that track in Dan the Sedan when it was like a stock ITA car, like or a you know a legal uh, SCCI ITA car. Uh, we were I was there during Mike Taylor's wedding. He got married there, and we did a track day the whole day before. Um, it's such a fun track, man. It's so good, and the kart track is just the freaking coolest. Uh, proper, oh, yeah. properly what? They're gonna have that run, and I hope. Oh yeah, yeah. The kart track is basically like its own its own company. You can kind of just run it whenever. But, um, yeah. yeah. Well, the uh, you're going for kind of the torquey setup, aren't you, on your GLTC? Um, well, I'm just I'm I'm hoping to do a nice, reliable, basic turbo D. It's gonna be a bigger turbo though, so it'll probably have more of an NA power band, but. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little, it's too big for what I want out of the car horsepower wise, but I think it'll be fine. It's not going to be nuts. I'm, I swapped from the, I had the, the Torquey NA 2.3 liter in there before. So, uh, yeah. Cause I mean, I feel like, yeah, it will, AMP just is, it's the polar opposite of road America. There's like, yeah. there's like three or two corners that are real good digs. And then that climb up the hill to 13. Oh, it's also that. so fun. Like, I mean, if you have a. If if you got you know torque on demand, man, this gonna be a good track for yeah. you. It it's a it's just a it's like a joy to drive that place. Like it's just fun to drive it. Like I I don't even really care to compete. Like I just want to drive the racetrack. So yeah, it has like for 
people that haven't been there, I try to describe it as like just all the elevation change all spread out. Right. Like Road America, sure, has the the floor falls out for you at 12, but like AMP is just up and down, down and up right. and down, down and around the carousel back down. I mean, really there's like, what, what is it? The, the turn, what turn 12, if you look at the bottom, it's just chassis scrapes everywhere because that's how much, you know, that brief <laughs> moment of like downforce you get there. It's so, yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's a big old dip there. That's a big dip. Cresting 13, where you're like, ah, oh, there's a curve somewhere. I'll see it in a minute. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, and then what is it from thirteen all the way under the front straightaway? It's like the the long sweeping left hander. Um, and, yeah, and, the long sweeping left. There is a right. There is a correct line from. It seems like you just be anywhere, but you really shouldn't be. Yeah, I the last session of the day, uh, I was the only car on track, and it was going it was going checker flag like in five minutes, and I hear what sounds like you know that noise when you like unplug a an air impact wrench and just let the hose go. Push, 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 push. Uh, I, I heard that noise and I was like, what is that noise? And it's just like this long, almost steady state left-hander. Uh, and the car felt totally fine. And then I start to transition to the right, uh, getting out of the front oh, straight, no. you know, and it turned out I had blown my inside driver's side tire. Um, and that's what that like air noise was. It was like the air coming out of the tire itself. Cause we had flat spotted it and then corded it and yeah. then just kept on driving it. Um, and so I lost my tire and then I almost crashed the car. <laughs> well, like you literally couldn't have picked a worse corner for it to happen. in. that's well, well it, that, it, what, what is that? Is that 16? Uh, whatever, whatever the, the, the long sweeping left-hander is, which is like, I don't know. It's 13, 14. I think it's like 13, 14, and 15. Yeah, I believe it's 16 like, is where you transition right. It's like three it's turns like, to combined, and there's like slight straightening out in the middle of it, you know? Um, and then, yeah, yeah that, 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 that right-hander getting onto that front straight along the paddock there, it's a pretty good speed right-hander. You're like, I think I think I was in fourth gear in Dan Sedan. Um, and, and then, yeah, yeah it's like, it's, there it's was no tire corner, under there. It's just like yeah. a a really sketchy moment of transition that you need to nail. <laughs> yeah. There was no tire under me and I gathered the car up and was on a flat tire. And then I proceeded to do a whole lap on a flat tire. <laughs> so, yeah. It was, yeah, uh, um, it, was, it was bizarre. But. The day before Robbie, uh, 10 tenths, Robbie, the day before he ended up there on the, the one lap we talked on the phone Yeah, and I was telling him about, you know, uh, some of the nuances of it. And I was kind of like, well, yeah, the one corner looked at it, but that 16, and, and everything's like, what? You know, that's just, that's the straightaway. I'm like, no, it's, it's like the entrance to the straightaway, but it's a good spot to get it wrong. Oh, yeah. You can, and, uh, you can definitely just, crash there for sure. Yeah. I just told him, I was like, yeah, I was like, there's a little piece of asphalt on the left you're going to watch for and then just mean it when you transition. And like, you feel like you have all the space in the world, but you don't. And uh, he said he stood on the wall for the first session. I guess watched one of the GT500s almost wad it oh, yeah. just back and forth doing like, like six catches in a row before he almost didn't hit the wall. It's a freaking terrifying and, uh, place for a tank slapper right there. Yeah. And he just walked away like, Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. That's a place to crash right there. You you can definitely ruin it in that like unassuming right hand bend there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's where you think you can take a break. Yeah. You feel like it's over. You, you just did the lap and you're like, Oh shit. This last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's a cool track though. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and it is, it's our first Friday, Saturday grid life event, which is weird. Yeah. But uh, in order to make it work. Oh, Friday, Saturday, no Sunday, huh? Yeah. Well, oh. Sunday oh, is, oh, oh, oh. Sunday is, uh, HPDE, but it's with Jay Zilla. Um, and so like, it was the only 
time we could actually make oh. we, it was the only weekend we could make AMP work. And we're, we're friends with 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 uh, James from Jayzilla, and we've been trying to do something kind of with him forever. Um, and we might in the future do things with his events, but uh, but he was like, "Yeah, dude, just it'll be great. I'm, I'm sure a bunch of your drivers will want to relax and, and and drive our event. I'm sure some of my drivers will want to drive your event." Um, so we picked up the Friday Saturday, um, and then we'll be able to have it be like a pretty decent uh, uh, entry fee cost too. So it shouldn't be too terrible, but. Nice. Yeah, the Jay Zilla group's a good group. Uh, Robert, uh, a bunch of the Gap locals just got back from their friends giving at Barber. Yeah, and all had a a blast. All my things were stuck on jack stands, sadly. But yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm probably gonna be yeah, I'm probably gonna be stand, sticking around and driving it, but maybe not because we got obviously we got California. Got to leave like on Wednesday to go out. To well, California. you know, if you if you maybe not drive it, we could definitely spend Sunday at the mountains. I'm just saying, could be fun. Maybe on the way home. <laughs> That's a tough argument, though, because yeah. there's a track open. I mean, there's a track open, but if Adam's already got to come home, I'm just saying, you know, what if we stop in the mountains for a couple hours and then well, keep going? Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll talk I'm about it. We'll talk about it not on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, there is one thing I do want to talk about in Sunday Cup is uh, the festival grip lift taxi yeah. and the fit mm-hmm. train. And how much fun that was, how much fun it could, like, it was overloading our cars with four people and doing barely 60 mile an hour. I don't think I've ever had so much fun going so slow. Your car was was so low when you pulled onto the racetrack. I was like, this is not going to work, dude. There was smoke rolling out of his face. You you would have thought I was drifting with how much smoke was coming out. Like, we got off track from the, again, another testament to these cars. We overloaded these cars with people. And then beat the like beat the hell out of them for an hour straight, like no breaks, literally pull in the pits. People hop out, people hop in. You, we get re-released and keep going. No, so These cars we, took no breaks. We, we and, should like, probably tell everybody what what that session what that session was though. So. Yeah, yeah, you should. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say you you help create it, so you gotta you gotta explain it. Well, so so <laughs> like doing a refill. A month ahead of time, Chris is like, I want to do something different. And, and he was like, I don't know, like maybe dedicated like taxi sessions. I'm like, that sounds like a pretty boring thing to watch from the sidelines. And, and I was like, I'll, I'll think about something. I'll, I'll think about it. And he's like, all right, let me know what you think. And then we never talked about it again. Uh, but it was in the schedule. It was in the schedule. And he's like, oh, shit, what are we going to do with that? And I was like, I got it. Don't worry about it. And Swan, the drift lead, is like, "What are we doing with this?" And I was like, "Just I'll I'll tell I'll, I'll tell everybody in the drivers' meeting. Just pay attention; it'll be fine." And secretly, I was like, "I have no idea if this is going to work, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a dumpster fire." <laughs> and so my my idea was we we would have we would have like an open track completely, but you do but you know when when you open it to everybody, you don't want it to be too full, right? Um, and so I thought, how am I going to like regulate this? And the only way I thought I could regulate this is you. What did I end up doing? I ended up let you could pass, start, finish twice, and you came in, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, out and in. Yeah, you did an you did an out, one full lap, and you came in. That's what it was. Um, and so yeah. we had a bunch of people in, so you could basically pass, start, finish twice. And so there was always a checker flag. No, one time, one time. 
Right, right, once. yeah. You, basically, we just held the checker flag. Um, so after you pass the checker flag, you're on your cooldown lap, and we just, we just like people well, always, the, people well, were always coming were. in. And they, were, <laughs> they were, well, it was like a high speed cooldown lap. People were always coming in, and they were always going out, and we were just spacing them, and and it worked out perfectly because we could let drift cars and time attack cars and race cars go out, and if everybody's got a helmet on. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot of passing. There was a little bit of passing with the Fitz and the the, the Falcon drift cars. And the, the Falcon drift cars coming <laughs> oh, past us. In the seven video days. is so yeah. dope. Was it Carson? I don't remember if it was Carson uh, or Raymond. Somebody released us. Well, yeah, we're we're coming into two. Well, whatever. As soon as we get off off the blend line, um, I look in the I look in the passenger mirror and I just see. Team Falcon on approach, and I'm like, "Oh, this was a great spot." <laughs> yeah, no, I, and, I, I think I did that on they, purpose, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. I mean, they looked at us and were like, "All right." I think they just did that like savant numbers thing in the head and yeah. measured the distances between. Next thing, I look in the mirror, and it's just a swizzle stick of Falcon drift cars just scissoring back and forth through this line of bits. And my, and then yes, they they what one or two of them, however, we cut right in front of me. All the passengers have their cell phones up. They're recording. Their minds are blown. We're doing 45, like, at best. And everybody's having the best time. Like, in my car, I was, like, the lead car for that one session. And we were coming through seven. And uh, I saw the Falcon Drift cars. So I just gave them a quick, like, point. And they they did the transition between, like, uh, seven, eight, nine right in front of me. And I was like, I can't believe that just happened. This is the best thing that's ever happened in my life as far as driving. Well, I'm so glad y'all didn't. Like, it separate the groups. It's it's so funny too because like the the thing was I remember like I was talking with Matt. We're like sitting there, we're looking at the grip lift thing. We're like, yo, what's this? Well, I don't know. Like, what if we just like showed up with a bunch of fits full yeah. of people? Yeah, like, Adam won't say no to uh, sixteen yeah. people. If, if, if there's seven fits with four people deep in each one, he can't break that many hearts. And, and the bi- the biggest re- the biggest thing we wanted to do was we wanted to put a bunch of spectators out there. And so for the first, like, five or ten minutes, like, everybody was like, I guess maybe we're supposed to, we're allowed to, like, what are we doing? And then, like, instantly there was, like, a giant surge of, like, spectators. Like, they're like, hey, can I get in on that? And, like, the only thing you had to have was, like, a helmet. Um, And, like, it was... It was so funny too because like every time we would come in, people would look at the fist and be like, "Fist, oh, I'm riding in that." Like and then the first three laps, Hooper, we, we had Hooper. They were like almost doing like crowd service. Yeah, get your fits, get your fits. Yeah, <laughs> and people were like, "Ah, oh, get out of here with this." Like, like, every time we came in, more people were like, "Yo, wait, hold on, what's up with these fits?" Like, like, I want to ride in that loud ass Audi. Like, let me, let me, try, yeah, right, I want to ride in the the Al's Auto Body noise yeah. machine. What is yeah. happening there? But then like every every time we'd come in, there were like more people would be like. What's up? What's up with these fits? To the point where like people were getting shoved out the way to like get in fit. Yeah. When they called that, when they called that final call, I felt bad because there was literally people getting like shoved out of windows. Yeah, there was a lot of people in line for the fits. <laughs> yeah. Pretty dumb. That was a. That was amazing. Yeah. It. It. Uh... Um, we were. We were. We would get people in. I mean, we pull in, get some people in the first car, get out of the way. Second car, get out of the way. Third. It got to the point where there'd be two or three of us sitting just just ahead of that mob of people you know, already having our passengers and getting them buckled in. And uh, we would kind of be window to window to where you could see, you know, where like you and your buddies are talking through four windows. It was just like, you got brakes? Nah, you got brakes? Nah. <laughs> like, what you got? Like, yo, man, my tire, my sidewalls have used in Oh, okay, you pulling in? Nah, we going. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, if I don't blow a tire, let's keep going. It was, uh, 
it was one of the best feelings that I've ever had when that session like ended and for a solid 45 minutes, everybody came up and they're like, yo, whatever just happened, that was the coolest thing we've ever done. And I was like, yep. Uh, and quietly I'm thinking, I just winged the shit out of that. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, and Swan, like the the drift lead, who's also like the main uh, rep at Fa- at Fortune Auto, he's he's he was super skeptical, and he's like, "Yo, this is, this sounds sketch as hell." And I was like, "It's fine, man." He comes up to me afterwards, is like, "I'm never doubting you about anything ever again." <laughs> Dude, I, I caught him cruising his golf cart after that a little bit too, and I was like, "Hey, man, like that was amazing having the drifters and the group guys like all on track, being like on like and." Dude, the, the, the communication on track is there's no questions about it right you tell someone to go there they're gonna go there and it worked together so well and like and then i talked to him just after i guess they had like a post gathering in the circus tent or something yeah and he was like yeah we we had like one guy that was like hey i think there might have been some sketchy business and like everybody was like get out yeah <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was one dude who he was like uh he was like i I don't want to do full 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 hot laps. He wanted to like stop and because uh, drift cars typically a gingerman they stop on the back straight, right? Not uh, true. And his car overheated, and he was like, "That sounds like a you problem, not an us problem." <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was just happy to hear that it seemed as well received on that side of the paddock. Yeah, they seem, they seemed to dig it. That side of the paddock. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they seem to dig paddock. it. Yeah, it felt like it at that moment. Yeah, it was Dude, it was the most like, man. it was like the most united all the drivers have probably ever seemed to me. Like it seemed like we like found something special and then after that like and it, and it happened on Saturday or whatever. So like it was the perfect time for it to happen and uh and I think it was kind of like a pivotal moment in like festivals for us. It's definitely going to be something that we do a lot of and it's like easy to do. Like it's really easy yeah. to do. It's easy to remember this, the this rules. Time, like you pass the checker flag, you come in and like go as fast as you can, be as safe as you can, and don't pass anybody unless you get point buys. So, yeah, this time I'm bringing uh, more narrow rear tires because my sidewalls literally, like those tires, literally had U shapes in them. And I mean, I got to shout out to uh, Steve at Falcon for hooking it up with tires because I was like, "Yo, I need tires for the uh, grip drift session," and they hooked it up. And then I came back with U-shaped sidewalls, and I was like, "Hey, these are these are dead." He's like, "I got you. Don't worry." <laughs> you need to roll those fenders, bro. They are rolled. That's the funny part. Steve is the man. Yeah, dude, Steve dude. is the man. Have you seen his livery on his EG now? No. What? Even though he had an EG. Yeah, see my oh like beauty and stuff. His EG is like a, his EG is like a famous Optima car. Basically, it's a hot little car. Really? Yeah. Dude, it's cool. Man. Yeah. I gotta see that. Yeah, well, we just did like an hour, and I gotta go hang in. With, I gotta go hang out with my family. So, yeah, I'm, Matt's fire that we tried to let die literally restarted like greatly now. So, I can go sit by it again. Yeah, the bonfire right. just kicked off. Well, it's, I'm glad you guys. Uh, I'm glad you guys were able to have Thanksgiving together. I'm, uh, it sounded like it was fun. So, yeah, man, it was good talking to you, Adam. Yeah, you too, buddies. And this show, uh, as with many, is brought to you by. Uh, who is it brought to you by? FCP Euro. FCP Euro. All the parts you buy are guaranteed for life. ApexTrackCoach.com. Oh, I, I got a brief. And the Patreons. So. Yeah, I got to jump back, actually, because um, speaking of, like, in-car in communication and that grip, drift taxi guy, FCP, who, whoever drives the FCP Euro drift car, yeah, 
they gave me that like rooftop, like follow me into yeah. this corner. And I was like, what do you think's going to happen here? Dude, that, that was Formula Drift uh, champion Michael Essa. Yeah, we were like going into, we we're going into three, and he's just like, he had just cut through some pits, and he just does the rooftop, like, bring it up. And I'm like, this is all I have. Like, I'm giving it off. He's going to captain. Yeah, the FCP guys were a, a huge blast to play with that whole weekend. Yeah, good dudes, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stoked that they like hanging out with us, and uh, they're helping us get a date at Lime Rock, so that's rad. Yeah, and, and yeah, we're going to their neck of the woods for an incredible track. Yeah, it should be fun, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm nervously yep. excited about 2022. So, yeah. Oh, well, all right. Uh, talking to you, dudes, was one of the bright spots of my weekend. Uh, it's cold in Chicago, and I'm not yeah, enjoying. I gotta come back to that. Ugh. I'm not enjoying life uh, much right now because I'm playing catch up before the snow flies. But uh, thanks for hanging out, buds. So. Of course, for sure. Well, let's let's do some uh, let's do some fit cruises when I get back home. Uh, I'm, and then you'll feel I'm better. I'm down. I'm down. I might uh, I might need a buddy to come out and uh, and cruise with me uh, to go get my car from TK's house too. So. Oh man, sounds like a good time. Yeah, well, you can ride my F two fifty with me. So. All right, buds. We'll uh, we'll talk soon. Have a good night over there and drive drive safe coming back, James. So. We'll do. All right, man. Hey, right, so is the recording done? Uh, hang on. Let me, let, me, get out of here. let me push this button before you say swear words. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Gridlife and say hello. Hello.